This is a crowd podcast. So just to slip in to this episode, a trigger warning. Um, later on in the episode, I will be talking about breath play and bags over heads. So if you get nervous a little bit about breath and breathing and choking, then just be aware that it's going to come up. But it's also spoken about in a very safe way. So if you want to do breath play and you want to know how to do it safely, fucking fucking do your research and have a listen. Hello, curious fuckers. Mm, my baby. I was going to say my baby boys, but I don't know where that <laughs> came from. My baby boys? My baby my boys specifically. My ba- <laughs> but boys my spelled B-O-I, obviously. <laughs> my baby boys. Boy. And then every everyone else too. All the other genders, although we shouldn't really be like ba- baby boys. Like you've had enough privilege. Hey babies. <laughs> hey babies. Hey cuties. Curious hey. fuckers. Cure for fuck's sake. Like, I don't know what, who this are is going, we? but like. Hello, we? welcome back know. to Fucks Given by Come Curious. I am Florence. And I am Reed. I'm like having a bit of a sweat today. I'm ready for right? the sunshine. Oh my shit, um, she's got sunnies on. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube. Did it? Got her sunnies on. Whoa. I've got props. <laughs> <laughs> but you've also got your sunglasses on and a pillow next to yeah, you. Yeah, I have pillows next to me to try and make the sound better. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's less echoey. It's a whole world of events. Can you see the pillow? It's a whole thing. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, well, welcome to my desk bedroom. Mm. If I yawn, I'm apologise because for some reason, I'm apologize. as soon as I sat down here with these cushions, I couldn't stop yawning because I think the cushions reminded me of my bed. Yeah, comfortable <laughs> mode, relaxation mode, like, mmm, let's do I this. I am so excited to hear from Reed because I know that she's been storing up some dating stories just to tell me on the podcast. She was like, I oh need your God. reaction, your first reaction to happen live in front of the whole wide world. You were like, how did the dates go? I was like, oh no, 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 this, oh, I'm no. gonna save this for the podcast. <laughs> Cause I, like, I can't Ooh. fucking wait to tell you. But I have That's to warn juicy. you guys, I feel like shit today, but I think it's because I've had so much fun in the past couple of five days and I've done too much and I'm on a, like a massive fun come down, like a drop in serotonin. Oh. I'm just like calm down fun calm down I've just had too much fucking fun which is great it's like I've literally had a year's worth of fun in like five days (laughs) (laughs) oh and my body my pathetic body's like please no you've had a year of rest what is this can't handle it we're all sitting here like really eager now because we'd want to hear what you got up to because obviously it was too good to tell me before I need to know now there's so much. Okay, I'm gonna try and go through it quick. So, <laughs> no, Friday. Don't go through it quick. Tell us everything. <laughs> All right. Okay. Everything. Friday. I had yeah. a daytime date with somebody who is a tickle fetishist, and it was the first Ooh. time that he ever met anyone else with a tickle fetish. Um, okay. Which was really fucking cool, and it was like old classic way of meeting somebody. It was through a friend because he doesn't have social media, so it was like, oh, it was through Vex um, oh. from Four Chambered Heart. Oh, amazing! 
which is amazing. Yeah, really cool. Um, really, really and cool. I remember the first time I met somebody with a tickle fetish, the nerves. Oh my God, I was like nearly sick with nerves and I hardly ever get nervous. It's normally excitement. So yeah, that was like, I could I sympathize how he felt. And that was a really cute date. We had some margaritas, chatted a lot about tickling, oh, of course. Yeah couldn't play but in the evening i went to my second date <laughs> with Ooh, two dates in one day two dates in one day absolute slut fest yeah you are it's like my favorite thing to do slut, mate. <laughs> such a slut. I love it. and of course i'm very honest about it but i've just had um a talking to by my therapist today saying like maybe two dates in a day is too much for your body to handle because i had like a moan today i was like why can't my body keep up Ugh. she's like okay she's i think like, you need to slow the fuck down reed slow the fuck you down you don't right? need to go on two dates in one day wait it gets worse it gets worse <laughs> wait, i guess more intense oh shit um and so this second date was fucking incredible and they've given me permission to talk about it um and it was with a a girl um a lady a mistress that i met off of fet life um and her and what drew me to her profile was that like like she's dominant and an absolute sadist and i'm a masochist like i fucking love being pushed to my limits um and her partner as well they play with their partner so two doms basically i went on this date and how instantly, does that work in a relationship um so she is exclusively submissive to him so oh, doms wow. everyone else but is only exclusively submissive for him um which is fascinating and that honestly is fascinating I, they were so cool. Maybe like I met up with them. them on the podcast. <gasps> I, I wonder if they would, you know, I wonder. One of them's a teacher. So like, well, it will have to be like, you know, hidden identities. Yeah. Um, so met up with them and instantly disarmed, instantly got on with them. The humor was there. They were such a great couple and ended up going oh. back to theirs. And they were fucking professional. She is a professional dominatrix. And I don't know if he's professional, but he's like super into rope. Um, but they had a full fucking rig, rope rig in their living room. Like it looked like a swing set without the swing, basically. It was amazing. Uh-huh. They had everything. And what would their um, guests say about that? Come around for a coffee, jump on my <laughs> rope rig. <laughs> my rope rig. I, I don't really know. But anyway, that you could tell that they were fully in the lifestyle. They were like, do you want to come see the chest? They had a full chest of drawers of like, one drawer it was all these different types of dildos. Wow. The next drawer it was all these different types of floggers. Next drawer it was wow. all these like, like bull gags. I was like, I'm in love with you guys. Like you're amazing. Um, wow. And they were just so smart and so on it and like knew the psychology behind it the physical stuff like he does um i think some kind of like mixed martial arts stuff so he Mm. understood what bodies are like and and she works in i don't know if i can say this you know i'll find out i'm sure but like works in healthcare um and so they know when it comes to uh flogging choking breath play all that kind of stuff they know what's too far and what to be careful with and that was it was so fascinating talking about breath play and the different types of breath play with them like choking you know he doesn't like doing choking because that's more dangerous because of the you know like crushing the wind box instead you have to do it in a specific place compared to putting a bag over somebody's head compared to using like um, using waterboarding and like drowning somebody, of course, because you get secondary drowning. So yeah. they were just so fucking in the know and it made me feel so safe. I Could had a bag just... over my head. Wait, Sorry. what? I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, like, yeah. 
where on your throat is safe to choke because I know that a lot of people love choking. Yeah, love choking. So you do not push on that wind box bit, on that front bit. That's the yeah. bit, that's the dangerous part. You want to be able to um, uh, like basically squeeze the sides of it. And please look this up if you're doing choking because I'm not a professional, I don't know. But it's not the, the pressing on the wind box, the voice box. It's, it's the, the bit around. Bits. Yeah, interesting yeah. okay it's not it's not good and also know. like really good to know and like i was really good he know. was like holding his hand over my mouth and holding my nose as well and that was wait like really so you had a bag hot. over your head let's just right back okay let's circle that. back so he was really excited because again being like they're really into fear play which again i'm into fear play too so it really <laughs> fucking fear works play? fear play is like playing on the fact that like yeah, breath play obviously works in it because it's it's seeing the fear of like, oh my God, I need this to stop now. And I'm getting turned on just talking about it right now. <laughs> so he was really excited. He's like, I've just bought a bag, like a, a roll of bags. And I was like, oh my God, bags. I've never had a bag over my head and I've always been interested to find it out. Would you mind oh. having a go? And yeah, I had a bag on my head. like, And, and I was like suffocating it. It was fucking incredible. I don't know if it turned me on, but I loved the fear around it. The fear was like insane. Um, <sighs> So fucking hell. the reason why that I met up with them is because she's really into tickling people. Like it excites her. And of course me having a tickle fetish, I was like, oh my God, let's put this into play. He's not so much, but he's into the breath play. Anyway, they were both like, I was tied up. I was like being fingered and fucked and fucked with a dildo. And it was so intense. Um, and then they were like tickle torturing me. And that was like the best fucking bit. Like it was so fucking good. And of course they were just amazing because they were like, I had a gag in my mouth. I was really fucking loud. I had a gag in my mouth and they would remind me in the moment, you know, if you cannot say your safe word, if you cannot like, you know, remember tap out. Uh, and they were checking constantly, like, are you okay? Wow. And I'd be like, I'd come out of like a breath play moment. Like, oh my God, that was amazing. Holy fucking shit. That's crazy. Um, and the aftercare as well. Have afterwards you done breath was just play perfect. like that before? Not like that. Not with professionals. Yeah, so I, I found out that I really like breath play whilst being tickled. It has like a whole new element of fear to it. Um, but of course, have to say, don't just go and put bags on people's heads. Like, and don't think that you're good at breath play because these guys knew what the fuck they were doing. They did a lot of research. They were literally they, health professionals. Health professionals. And they knew what they were doing. They even gave me before, well, uh, it was actually afterwards, but they had a list of their do's and don'ts written out on a document. You know, they, they were in the know. They had they had done this before. Um, and so it was it was a lot of like checking in. And because there's two of them, you know, instead of one, it was fucking intense. Like with, when there's when it's one on one and you're being dominated by one person, you both have a break. When there's two, there's no fucking break. Um, and so afterwards we had we had the really nice aftercare bit, which was lovely. They were perfect. They were like, we've got a weighted blanket. We all cuddled up on the sofa. We all like checked in as well. Um, but they were like, you know, how was that for you? What did you like? What didn't you like? And we were just like chatted. And funnily enough, even though I felt so comfortable, I ended up starting to panic. I, I had like waves of panic because of the breathing, my body was being tricked into going into fight or flight mode. Um, and so of course I just had to like have a moment and refocus my breathing and calm my fucking nervous system down and be like, remind yourself, hey, you are in a safe environment. I know that was super intense, wow. but yeah, that was, it was fucking amazing. And we're still chatting and I absolutely love them. They're amazing. 
Are you going to play again? with them again? Absolutely, absolutely. That sounded. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. It was a dream come true, Florence. I got double domed by two sadists wow. and tickle tortured. It was, oh my fuck. Oh my fuck indeed. I don't even and know. Then I'm I was- actually speechless. <laughs> like, what even do I say to this? Like, I'm so happy for you for having that experience. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I felt like this is my people. This is what I've been wanting. Yeah. Um, that is and so then- cute. I was like this is why I'm on FetLife to find like-minded people this yeah. is where I've, ha- I've been felt so like unsatisfied because feeling like that I don't have people on my level and then finding people that I was like oh my god you guys are absolute freaks and I, I'm a freak too like it's just I'm amazing I'm a freak too I found my freak I even even messaged them and I was like hey I've just bought a pack of like black latex gloves because I'm really into them and the the guy was like oh my god I'm super into black latex gloves too and I was like oh my god this is fucking great like lube them up and like let's do some like medical play shit I'm like so down Oh my god, you sound so happy as well when you're talking about it, which oh, like so happy brightens my heart too. Thank you. I feel like this is this is the me. This is the me I've been waiting for for the past. <gasps> I was going to say seven years. It's kind of deep to <gasps> Thomas. Sorry, Thomas. Love you. Uh, uh, used to love you. <laughs> <laughs> used to love you. <laughs> used to love you. Love you like a brother now. It's cool. <laughs> Um, it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool I mean it's actually Uh, crazy though like it's it's great that you are able now to explore like everything that you wanted to and find people that you can fully connect with as well Um, and go further with it go further with it there's like you know they're like there's so much stuff I've wanted to do and I haven't had the confidence to say like yeah I want to do some piss play stuff because people are like whoa hold on hold up and they're all like super into it so yeah Yeah. it's gonna be great Um, okay and then a quick round up the day after I had another I went to a barbecue and then I fucked an old colleague which was great oh yeah at the the house party party no wonder you're fucking ill and like tired and and then, and then the day after, I had a picnic date with another guy off a field. <laughs> and then last night I went to, <laughs> last night I went to um, Club for Botans, Tears for Beers, um, where they like basically vet you and check if you're like okay to be a member. Amazing. How did that go? Oh, it was great. It was really great. It was really hard because of social distancing. You were kind of really stuck to your table. So mixing and socializing was so hard. Um, But, oh my God. And before that, I did a tickle session. I did a a paid for tickle session during the day at Mama Shelter Hotel. What? (laughs) So this is why I feel a bit crap because I've had so much excitement and now I'm like, oh... Someone, My so someone, someone paid you to tickle them? Yeah, uh, no, I got paid to be tickled and it was like, I got paid to have basically my fantasies come true and it was fucking amazing. And it was the first time I've ever had a clitoral orgasm whilst being tickled. This was like a life-changing moment and I got paid for it. That's fucked. I mean, that's amazing. That's crazy. <laughs> that's there's so so much has happened and i'm probably gonna have a huge crash brain can't compute all new information (laughs) i'm so happy i finally feel like the best version of myself man i feel so good 
that is so, it was good. so fucking good oh and for anyone yeah. that doesn't feel the need or desire to experiment with breath play have their back like head in a bag yeah. and <laughs> be tortured then that's cool too We're yeah that's absolutely you. cool you're a, like vanilla I'm is cool here for you I'm, I'm just an absolute <laughs> I'm a sicko that I've had really unsatisfactory sex for most of my life when people that have that enjoy vanilla have probably had really great sex you know I have fucking great sex yeah you have great sex please I had sex three times this week and it was amazing hey, too hey <laughs> so you're like but <laughs> I have nothing else to say it was just good <laughs> Oh, that was love. That's lovely, though. Like great, wonderful vanilla we sex did is it. just beautiful. We did it with the blinds up at night, so Ooh. obviously everyone's you know it. the people in the building opposite could have a peek in if they wanted to. Mm, I hope they did, that's and I hope they had a little. That's how I roll. Little fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> little fiddle diddle over there. Get little the binoculars out. Oh, wouldn't you? Then what She's are they called? Like She's the theatre glasses. Like, mm, yes, I see they're at it again. Yes. I don't I know why that's my theatre voice. love that, though. Like, that rear window Alfred Hitchcock film where there's, oh, like, a yeah. whole, like, murder thing going on in the flats above and he's just, like, sitting there, like, watching it all. That is... I love people watching. And if something was happening in the building opposite me, I would be, like, there for the drama. We're not talking about murder, though, right? We're talking about sex stuff. Yeah, just to talk about sex. No, but your face, you were like, maybe murder. I was like, <laughs> maybe I would love to like see some murder mystery go on on the build. I thought there was murder some crazy mystery. like shit going on um, <gasps> the building. When I first moved in, I was like, because there, there was a security guard, but I thought it was a policeman. I was, I was like, oh my God, there's a policeman like scouting out. Oh, I saw out. that guy, yeah. Yeah, and then there was like a lady who was trying to get into a door and she couldn't get in. And then later on in the day, she was leaving with a suitcase. I was like, what is going on? Mm. The drama. The drama. The drama. But I also wanted to, this is like, we... I mean, we've talked. We're basically not doing this episode properly because we're yeah, we we we've be done this the about, wrong way round. We, we're supposed to be chatting about how we met, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've done the fun but bit first. I also like my like not my update, but I saw something on TikTok this week that shook me. <gasps> yeah, and what shook you? Whoa. Shook me to my very core. Um, basically it was a it was a lesbian content creator and she was like I have loads of guy friends and I always ask them like they always give me all the tea on like how they feel about their girlfriends and like girls in general and she was Mm -hmm. giving like like certain things that they do or say and like how if if it's true or like how you should feel about it and like weird like little facts that she learns Learns, mm. learns, nice from one. Them. Cool, cool English, <laughs> cool English there. Great. Um, and one of them was, guys, aren't attracted to you for five minutes after they come. Wow. And she was I like, wonder how true that is. But that I like, is that a, like a hardcore science fact, or is that like something it's that what her mate said? Okay. So, but that. That would make a lot of sense. You know, like that's kind of like a evolutionary caveman type thing. Like I've given you my seed. I got to spread my seed somewhere else because yeah, I need to populate the planet. But yeah. that's so fascinating. I, know. I also we wonder if it's like a shame thing as well. Mm. Yeah. Any any guys out there 
listening to this and don't have to be straight you know I, it would be really fascinating to know because i know that they do get a different surge of chemicals yeah when they've uh, like when they've come like women get exactly. like chemicals of like i need to be held and cuddled and looked Love after me. yeah protect me yeah. caveman from this like fucking dinosaur about to eat our potential child yeah exactly um, unborn child but the guy, the guy is just like <laughs> ew Ew. Yeah, like oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and you I've know come what? and you like give this me a actually, moment. Like, this like hit me hard because the other day after I finished having sex, my partner was like, "You always look so like disheveled after sex." And like <laughs> Did I always use the word myself, disheveled. I can't remember it, what exact word he said, but I always look mm-hmm. fucked. No, I think he said you always look fucked after we like have sex. Like, but well, like that's duh. hot. That's um, hot. Because my hair is always just like it's like a haystack afterwards. My yeah. hair is not hot after we have sex. It's not. <laughs> Please it's like, take a picture. Please after you oh have sex, God. I want to see this hair. Okay, this and then hair. like if I was wearing makeup, the makeup's like halfway down my face, and I'm just but like I think that's so red. hot. My chest goes so red, and my face uh, is all flushed. Yeah. And I'm like sweaty. I love the makeup thing. I think that's so sexy. Like I will put on makeup just to fucking it and have it all like run down my face and be disheveled yeah. and like smear. Only thing I just I mean, don't like it on my on my bed yeah. sheets. I'm like that's annoying. I was like, oh, I was like, but do you feel, still find me sexy though? Oh, and what did he, he say? He, he was like, well, yeah, obviously. But okay, then in, okay. In the back of my mind, I was like, no, you're lying. You fucking liar. You fucking don't. You think I'm disgusting for the next five minutes after you came. Fuck. I don't know how true that is. You know what, as well? Yeah. Because sometimes the guy will come first and then he'll Mm -hmm. finish you off. But if he was like that repulsed by you after sex, like surely he wouldn't finish you off. Yeah. Yeah. But so many guys don't finish you off. That's true. That is true. And also it depends on what we mean by attraction as well, because attraction is not like, you know, that attraction is so different for different people. Attraction might just be like, like, not that I'm repulsed by you. That I mean, that's that's fucking harsh. It could literally just be like, oh, like I'm, I'm done with this situation. I could quite happily sit on my own for the moment. You know, I don't think it's like as harsh as we're making it out to be like, I yeah. don't want to be anywhere near, near you. I don't like you. I don't fancy you. I don't think it's like that. Maybe we need to I get think it might just be like a- on the podcast. Oh my God. Yes. I think that's a great idea. Like, yeah, it just sounds amazing. I'll try and find that video again. But you know, once it's gone, mm. it's fucking gone on TikTok. Yeah, never true. I don't think I, I don't know if I liked it or favorited it. Shit. I mean... Hmm. I won't believe this until I see some hardcore facts, basically. I need yeah. some fucking science all well, up in here. As much as, like, that's great asking your friends, that's not everybody and that's no. not, like... Also, I need some... what I thought was that I'd bring it to the table for Oh yeah, episode, for the discussion. For, for this discussion. episode. And then, like, maybe when we get a guy on the podcast, we can bring it back to the table and we can circle <laughs> back so that we, like, bring our... The back. curious fuckers can be in on this little discovery journey of whether this is a... We just have to ask every True dude that's on or there. false. Fake news. Jesus fucking Christ. Hello, I'm Alan Cumming. 
and I have a new podcast called Alan Cummings Shelves. You see, I have quite a few shelves in my house that are sort of a museum of my life. In each episode, I'm going to take an item off my shelves, tell you why it's there in the first place, then start to talk about my memories of it, and then I chat with a friend who's involved in those memories. I've spoken to Ian McKellen about a hemp bracelet that he bought me on a nudist beach we visited together, Cindy Lopper about a pair of white leather gloves I wore on Broadway, and you even get to hear Jerry Halliwell talk about my Spice Girls lunchbox, and that is not a euphemism. I have some really amazing guests coming on to chat, so I just hope you will join me. And all you have to do to do that is to search for Alan Cummings Shelves, wherever you get your podcasts from. See you soon. All right, enough about scary situations and unconfirmed facts. Yeah, let's get on to the actual point of this episode, which we're now going to have to rush through. Yeah, rush through. And also people are going to be sitting there like, boring. All right, boring. Get, get back to the fucked up shit, please. <laughs> um, but kind of like, you know, the way that we met each other was not conventional no, in the slightest. Not. And the way that we met and the way that we started this was cool as fuck. Yeah. Very proud. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Like, we... You had like we both had like a massive interest in porn, which I think we both discovered in our university journeys, yeah. which is quite random. Mine was more like I was really into like cinematic, kind of like feminist porn, mm-hmm. like erotic cinema, very like because like I was I was coming from like a fine art moving image background, so. Mm-hmm. I was seeing it more on the like, I really want to make like the most beautiful cinematic porn that you've ever seen. Porn that no wasn't out there. That. Yeah, no one ever does that. Mm. Most you ever saw yeah. was like the nice stuff on Tumblr now and again. Yeah. And even then. So, mm. yeah. As you do, I just like found a really dodgy porn job in London and moved <laughs> up there. Oh, and I did the same thing. I came from like a television kind of studying background and I wanted to make what I thought was porn. So all the commercial porn that you see, the shit stuff, the stuff that's like, yeah, commercial, hardcore, because that was the stuff I was watching at the time and I didn't even think about it being nice. And so I was like, okay, I want to make porn. I want to film porn. Um, And yeah, found a dodgy porn job in Marlebone in London. Um, I actually, to this day, can't, deal with Marlebone because it the, gives me PTSD. Yeah, the tri- it triggers, right? I'm just it's like, really that was triggered. the place we worked for that really fucking dodgy company. Um, I, we've never really even spoken about it either no. because it's so fucked up. It is a fucked up situation. Like, I can't, I don't even know if we can even, I don't even want to go into the details. Uh, we should. Because it was so fucked up. We should, up. because like, porn is really glamorized and I know that there's a lot of people, you know, you've got two sides of it. It's like, wow, the porn industry, it's just like sex, drugs, money, yeah. like hot people. Then you've got the other side, which is the exploitation. Exploitation, is that a right, yeah. real word? Exploitative? Ex- exploitation. Exploitation and like, people doing it for the wrong reasons and yeah and like and we were I mean we were just really naive yeah. in that situation like I had no idea what the porn industry was like I just I didn't I hadn't even ever watched that much porn mm-hmm. all I knew is that I wanted to get some experience filming people have sex mm-hmm. because I was like this is something I'm obviously gonna have to feel comfortable with yeah if I want to shoot porn and they were paying. It was a weird Google search. Yeah, it was a, they it was were a paying Google search. Us. This is how Florence and I met. We met through working on this set, on this com- yeah. with this company, which is kind of yeah. like beautiful 
in the fact that like we just hit it off straight away and we were like oh my god like we clicked yeah. instantly it was it was like it was a true friendship it was love romance. at first sight it really was yeah. and like because the weird thing is is that obviously you had been shooting your own porn mm-hmm. um before so i started at this company and i was like not gonna lie i have zero experience but i can use a camera and i want to do this yeah um and for some reason they were like um okay cool uh come on board but we're gonna get this girl in to like help you out with the filming so Mm. you can like kind of like learn the ropes and she's gonna like you're gonna do two camera work Mm. and um kind of you were kind of my mentor i guess they kind of hired me hired you as my mentor which is mad because you had more camera experience but i just had like more porn experience because i was already working in the porn industry anyway and like kind of doing my own my own like little movies and shit um but i mean the reason why it was dodgy is like we didn't really we could we can't be blamed we were lied to a lot at the beginning and we didn't clock oh my god like the lies were unreal were like they were mad i remember like the first time i was like well the time i was interviewed for the job the guy that ran this shady business um who was like you know in his 40s or something Mm -hmm. maybe 50 um he he was walking around marlebone and he legit knew everyone yeah like he was the guy that waved to everyone and they'd be like oh hi like they knew him yeah, it did exactly and then the he'd same be pointing out he'd be pointing out like oh yeah look there is the big office where we do all like the corporate stuff and like pointing to this building and he was like, i'll take you there one day yeah he did the um, same he also took me did he take you into that hotel as well? Because he was like, we're going to film in this hotel. Oh, he went into this hotel. Man. The staff in the hotel knew him. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like everyone else in Marlborough knows this guy. Seems like, legit. So it can't be that. Like, it, how, would I, how would we have known that we were being lied to? Yeah, well, we didn't know. We didn't know for a good what, couple of months did we work there for. Yeah. On and off, a couple yeah. of months. Um, and things started mm-hmm. unraveling and started... But like it was dodgy anyway because the way basically this company said that they were making porn the way that they marketed themselves was we are making porn audition pe- videos for people for men mm-hmm. specifically who want to become porn stars so they would come to this tiny little office in in Marlebone um, and they had to pay pay to a lot of be money involved um, and then we would film it and we would film them fucking a girl. Um, while like we were directing and filming the whole thing. And then they said that they would send these audition tapes to the bigger office. And if they went through, then they would become porn stars. And we thought that was true because we had already been, yeah, we had already been pointed out that there was like the big offices over there and they had an even bigger Um, office over in America or wherever it was. And it was just, it was on a big scale. I had no idea how porn works. So I was like, yeah, Yeah, he was like, obviously people have to pay to audition because otherwise any old person would come in and audition and they just use it as a free shag. And I was like, oh yeah, that kind of does make sense. Yeah, when actually in reality, if you want to become a porn star, you start creating your own content, putting it up on Twitter 
and that's mm-hmm. and, and actually putting yourself out there nobody auditions for porn no you can that you is can, not a thing you can get a casting couch and i think because we have this idea of the casting couch like mm. it's been made into porn we think that's how it works and it really doesn't it's like it's almost like a trope it's a fantasy that the porn industry have created to be like, yeah, okay, all these women want to come in. Like, well, let's fuck them on a, on a sofa and see if, they, if they've if they got what it takes. Because a lot of people think they want to do porn. They're like, well, I love sex. Yeah. I'm great at sex. So therefore I may as well be paid for it. And still to this day, I, I, I still get asked, oh, how do I get into the porn industry? How do I do this? Lots of people think that they could. I literally at that barbecue I had at the weekend, the guy was like, oh, you're in porn. I want to be a porn star. And I was like, okay, cool. Like make some content of you wanking with your face in and put it up on Twitter and then we'll have a conversation. And he was like, oh no, I couldn't do that. It's like, well, why do you think you can fucking do porn? Yeah. So circling back to this dodgy ass company, it was already weird as fuck anyway that they were paying a, one, a girl to oh. basically fuck six dudes in a day oh. for not that much money. I feel like trauma, I'm traumatized by this. Yeah. Like I feel sick to my stomach about being involved with this especially because she wasn't do she hated every moment and she was just doing it for the money that was hard to see and and also yeah, these, there was like one or one guy that she liked yeah these guys weren't vetted beforehand that's the other fucked up thing i have seen we have seen things that we should have never have seen like yeah these guys weren't vetted before. So you can imagine mm-hmm. like who wanted to turn up for a porn audition. Yeah, it wasn't like hot porn stars. It was it, it was your average Joe. Not even your average Joe. It was it was a different caliber different of person. Different ages, like. It was, yeah. And, and it was really hard watching that happen because she really wanted the money and other people would come in and they and thought also, they, like, the they la- were going to do porn every like they thought that they were going to do porn she thought she was going to yeah. be a porn star and this was the start of it like yeah. it's all fucked up but then i also like what's crazy is that i ended up calling the pol- well me and the admin um girl ended up calling the police on this company yeah. and we spoke to the police because basically one of the people one of the guys that had come in for an audition um this is why we left basically yeah, one of the guys of who left. came in for the audition um obviously was just like what the fuck like you stole my money like you're not making me a porn star like what the fuck is this like dodgy company and um he kept calling up um our admin girl and he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything if i picked up the phone but if she picked up the phone he would say racial slurs to her down the phone mm-hmm. call her like a slut like it was and it got, horrible it, and it got violent right it got, it got like threatening oh yeah. oh yeah it was like i'm gonna come and stab you i'm gonna kill you yeah. like get give my money back you little like really hot like horrible, horrible racist nasty words nasty mm-hmm. things and we and obviously went to the people like the two guys that are in charge of this little company and we're like we are, we were shaking we were terrified yeah. this person knew where we work so they could easily come and find us yeah so we follow we you went, home anything mm-hmm. and it wasn't even just like regular threats as well i remember you guys saying that you heard him sharpening a knife oh, yeah. on the phone so this when we went over to tell the bosses, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, girls, don't worry. Go back to the don't office. Don't worry about it's it. Fine. It's fine. And yeah, then fuck off. ring, 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 ring. Like the phone went off and she picked it up 
and there was just knife sharpening noises yeah. like what down the, the phone. Fuck? And Inse- we like, were like, we are home. fucking out of here. Like we yeah. never looked back. We never went back. Like we left at that point. We were like, we are out. Yeah. And, we and of the course police. they, they didn't want to get the police involved because they were doing dodgy ass fucking shit. They yeah, were we call- lying to people. And the website itself, I remember the website just looked so bullshit and like dated and crap but then people that wanted to become porn stars would mm. would part with their cash i can't even remember how much they were paying they must have been paying like maybe 400 quid a pop or something no, oh, was it was 169 169 but to still. basically fuck someone um and then it go nowhere and that, the, they still lied to us constantly it was like they were compulsive liars and it was this other old oh, it was two it, two guys yeah that was just like and they were living they were in the room that. that like everything went down and it was like a grotty like dingy little like basement oh. flat in marlebone and yeah i'm te- like i'm actually terrified of this whole experience like if i saw this guy or anyone involved i would freak the fuck out yeah th- this is what puts porn to a bad name is people who are fuckwits and con artists and, and basically jump on yeah jump on like oh but we do porn we're sex what you know it no absolutely not but then again this was what this must have been like seven years ago yeah maybe like even seven, maybe eight, even longer seven, eight years ago that would not be accepted now that would yeah, that, we, we would be able to take them to court Mm. we went to the police and we spoke to a policeman we basically after that event like i was terrified i couldn't go home by myself so i went back mm-hmm. to hers um and then the police came and met us at her, at her family house mm-hmm. um they didn't do anything about it we told no. them the whole story they didn't do Gave it they didn't fo- the they information didn't the information the wasn't there like mm. you know I just, I just don't know. Like, yeah. maybe they, the people, maybe they did, but like, I think they follow mm. up with the people that call the police if they, ta- if it, like, something does so. happen. Yeah, or maybe they don't. It's, it's hard to know. I think I they would have been fucked over somewhere because they were just dodgy people. The problem is yeah. they weren't horrible people. That's why we believe them. They were yeah. really lovely. They were nice um, to us. We got nice like us, free lunches. Yeah, yeah we like, got paid quite a, a bit for it as well. It wasn't like a low paid job. It was a decent yeah. paid job. Got four hundred pounds a week, and like for me, I'd just been working in a bar, yeah. and I was like, that is decent. Just, just after uni, I was like, t- paid twenty five pound an hour. Yeah. And that was like insane. I'd never been paid that much money before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, from that horrible situation, horrible. a beautiful friendship started. Um, the weirdest which is, way to meet in the whole <laughs> wide world. The weirdest way to meet. And Florence lives in Brighton. This is the exclusive. We've never spoken about never, this before. Never spoken about it. Because it's traumatic. And you just, it's almost like a part of your life that you block out. I feel you sick can't believe you went about it, it, to be fair. I have PTSD. Oh, baby girl. But this is, but. this is like good. The talking about stuff will help you process and get through it this is why yeah. talking therapy is i should good. probably talk and about this to it. my therapist yeah i've never spoken about this to anyone before definitely get mike on the phone Apart man from you because you're the only one that knows yeah well we i don't think we quite realized how awful it was at the time you don't realize at the time no like it was just i just was so naive like i can't believe how full like taken in i was by it all yeah all because yeah. i just wanted to get into the industry and i was like this is just what it takes 
Yeah, and that happens in every industry, you know, like people do get taken advantage of, you know, you do work experience for a company that promises you they're going to give you a pay job and then they don't. It it happens everywhere. It's just Mm -hmm. unfortunate that when it comes to sex work, you feel like you have less of a leg to stand on when you're, you know, when you want to go legal with it. Um, But because of this situation, it's like Florence and I have like vowed to make sure that when we make porn, we are the best that we can possibly be and we treat Mm -hmm. everyone with respect and pay them fairly. And there's no sort of like shadiness. It's always open and honest because that's how porn should be. Porn shouldn't be this fucked up, horrible situation where it's just lies and taking advantage of people. Yeah. And thank God, thank God things are changing. Thank God people are clearing up. The thing is, I wouldn't have not done this experience. Like, I wouldn't have not done it if I had known today because I wouldn't have met you if I, w- if I hadn't have gone through that. So exactly. that's the weird thing is that like, yeah. obviously it was good that we met in yeah, that it weird, was silver crazy lining. way. Yeah. And that's an important thing to take. Like something shitty that has happened, Turned you can take good out of it. Good. And yeah. even if that good is just learning from the mistake mm. or learning how to behave or learning what to pick up on, Um, And we can all relate to that. We've all all, we've all been through horrible situations and we've become better people because of it. Yeah. Um, And and like that, I guess it's it's not what inspired Come Curious, but because mm -hmm. of that job, I then ended up living with you. Yeah, baby. Obviously, because we are obsessed with sex, we talk about (laughs) it all the fucking time. And then from that, we were like, maybe people would feel like great if we just spoke about this. Because we everyone. made each other feel great. We, I remember yeah, we like did. nights where we would just be sitting in our dressing gowns, drinking tea, talking about all our sexual experiences. Yeah. All like the shitty stuff that happened, the great stuff that happened. It was like kind of like the first mm. time that we'd really opened up to somebody else on a yeah. different level. Um, and we were like, you know what? We feel really good. You've made me feel really good about who I am and what I'm mm-hmm. into with sex. So why don't we see if it, it helps other people online? And yeah. us two were like... All right, well, let's sit in our dressing gowns and talk about sex and film it and put it up on, on YouTube and Vimeo back in the day, not Vimeo. really knowing what we would do. Vimeo, fucking crease. But Vimeo works because you could have nudity on Vimeo and obviously YouTube, you couldn't. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, from there, it just, it, it, we just started doing that every week, posting up a video, yeah, us did. chatting, not editing the videos. Those very oh, first videos shit. are fucking hilarious. I was editing all the videos at the beginning and I just didn't really edit them. So they're all like, um... Yeah, like lo- like long ass videos and of we us talking for an so hour. fucking awkward <laughs> as well. But it was really funny yeah. though, because I was definitely like, that was the first time I was fully like exploring myself in a sexual way and like, obviously the whole like porn thing I was like Mm -hmm. cool like I'm finally like doing something that I really was passionate about but I was kind of a little bit scared of like being open about with everyone else I knew but like you made that such like a normal thing and then because we both kind of normalized the whole thing Mm -hmm. with each other that's what created our kind of like dynamic with come curious and it was literally just us in our early 20s just figuring out what sex was and like our yeah. relationship with our bodies. And a, I was bo- going the through- The bodies a, thing. I was going through a huge like change with my body because I had been like really quite miserable and I'd put on loads of weight cause I like lost that job mm. and like I was on the doll and I was drinking a lot. And the like, there was just like, 
And, and we, there was the first time we really played around with webcam work as well together. Because yeah. we yeah. lived with somebody else who was a webcammer. So that was like the first time we sort of had a go with sex work and and that was really fun. We made it so fun. We had like party nights together where we would, you know, yeah, drink loads, have loads of fun. I was like smoking so much fucking weed you at the time. You were smoking so much oh weed. Oh my God, yeah. All I have day, every day. <laughs> it was all day, every day. And also doing a lot of drugs as well. Like I'm so happy I'm out of that. Like 10 years of hardcore drug abuse, really. Yeah. Thank God I'm out of that. I haven't, I haven't smoked weed in over five years now, I think. Yeah, yeah. wow. Nice one, nice one. I feel so much Congrats, better for it. Babe. Weed is great, by the way. I'm not dissing weed, but if you're smoking illegal weed, um, then you just don't know what's in it and it can just basically exacerbate any pre-mental health conditions and shit. So that, that's what fucked me up. It made my OCD so much worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, the body thing. So that was probably what really changed, like how I felt about my body, like the nipple hair conversation that we had. Yes. That was like a big deal where I was like, you have nipple hair too? I remember I like, that. Oh exactly. my God. Mm-hmm. Because I had like, I think maybe like the previous year I'd sat down, I was having like a dinner with my mum, my auntie, and we were looking through, I think a photographer's book and mm-hmm. it had like a photo of a nipple hair in it. And they both made like snide comments like, oh yeah, like, that's odd like I've never oh had any God. nipple hairs and I was just sat there at the table thinking I have a nipple hair that like grows and I pluck it out every single month yeah like, and it's just they're probably coming from a defensive place like oh, they probably it, have nipple hairs too they probably have nipple hairs too yeah and but it, it why, just comes from like oh no I've been you yeah. know like I've to be, I've been programmed so, to think that this isn't okay yeah so when okay. we spoke about it I was like this is great. Like all the body yeah. stuff. Suddenly body like, stuff. oh, it is completely normal to have a nipple hair or like two mm-hmm. or three or four or five. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, my fucking nipples are covered in hair. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, cause it's fucking normal. I get the it's random so weird hair. normal. Do you ever get those like really long hairs that grow out of random places on your body? And they're like, oh my, suddenly, absolutely. they must grow so fast. Because yeah, like you see, you, one day they're not there. <laughs> and the next day they're like two inches long, like little blonde tails. And you're like, yeah, what I the get f- them on it's my It's just like coming out face. of your chest. Oh my, I get on my face. Get and I just wake chest. up and I'm like, I have a fucking whisker that just like, like magically grew overnight. Like, all right, see ya, yeah. bye, pluck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so normal. Like our bodies are insane organism where now our skin yeah. is a whole organism that it's not gonna just behave itself and do what we yeah. want do what we think it should it's just gonna do fucking crazy shit yeah um but that's i guess that's like the insider gossip of how we met because we've never really we i'm i've never i don't speak about that to anyone and i guess yeah. it's good to talk about it because it makes people aware of like dodgy things like that happening and like knowing just knowing um, yeah, it's not all fucking like sunshine and rainbows, and I'm I'm sure people have felt exactly the same yeah. way with their work, and it's hard to talk about it. It's really mm-hmm. fucking hard, um, yeah. but it's like you know now we're in the age of like you can stand up for yourself and you can yeah. tell someone about it, and if you yeah. are in a situation like that where you feel uncomfortable at work, um, talk to yeah what they called ombudsman that's not maybe not the right term but like talk to somebody about it it doesn't have to you know talk to a charity look up like a helpline um find a therapist if you fucking need to 
yeah, call the police because they might just be able to give you a bit more advice and tell you whether or not it's a police-worthy situation. Yeah. Um, I think that happens a lot in domestic abuse situations where people don't, people assume domestic abuse is like what we've seen on TV and what we hear yeah. and what we see on in films. And it's like, no, it doesn't, it could literally be your partner telling you that you're stupid. And that's yeah. a horrible situation to be in. It doesn't have to be this big thing. You know, yeah. talk to a charity about about it and then get the advice. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's important. Know the facts. Help yeah. yourself. I'm sure we could like divulge more of like like why we started Come Curious and stuff. But I feel like you could probably find that on our YouTube channel and yeah, other places. We've, we've, we've so we've given you like, you know, we've given you the <laughs> exclusive story here for the new Fucks Given series. Yeah, the yeah, it has been an exclusive. Um yeah. and of course like we are so grateful for for having come curious because at yeah. first we thought it was literally just a fun little thing that we did until we yeah. started getting messages and comments back being like, "Oh my god, you've made me feel yeah. so much better about myself ourselves." And therefore, it's turned into a fucking career. Who fucking knew? We have Who a team of people. Knew? We, we, we pay people to work for us. We're a business. We're two business boss ladies. I know. It's, it's just mind blown from like... It is mind well, blown. I mean, I mean it is, it's been a lot from of hard work. From that experience to like what we do now. But it has, yeah, it has been seven years of hard work, hard Hard, graft. free work. Lots free of work. unpaid <laughs> free work. But so we're, please we're, we're sponsor there. this podcast. Yeah, if you're a sponsor, because like we're, yeah... We are breaking even at the moment. I think a lot of people think that because we have huge numbers on our um, views, we have a video that's like five point, like it's nearly six million views six on million YouTube. Views on YouTube, they're fucked. But because of the algorithm, because the fucking algorithm, because it's anything from that, because we it's an eighteen plus, and like you know, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> So we've just given you the lowdown how we met on a porn set and how te- fucking terrible Jesus, it was. Yeah, and we're not rinsing every single porn studio out there. Like we haven't worked with them, and I'm sure that there are plenty porn studios that are actually good and ethical. But this is our experience, at least. At least it's a shit experience that brought us together, that created yeah. Come Curious and this podcast. Yeah, and it's quite fitting, really, with our whole porn story consequences game with our curious fuckers. Literally love it. And how we, you know, we said that when we're going to make porn, we are always going to do and strive better and make things as good as possible, ethical and everything and just make it like the best experience ever. And basically porn consequences game we're going to make into a proper film. Oh, hell yes. Get involved. Basically, we want to do the opposite of how we met that the opposite of <laughs> yeah. what the experience all the bad experiences we've ever had working in the adult mm-hmm. industry um we want to make sure it's Turn like family around. orientated we want we want people to be on our set and go away and be like i would love to work on that set again not like exactly. horrified or traumatized no so as horrible as it is it has it has helped us both be great ethical porn directors and know what we want and know what we don't want so oh, it's you know yeah. need to need to have these horrible mistakes to push the world into a better place where we're going to change yeah. the way for porn that's that's the idea yeah. baby so if you remember last week on the episode our porno started with me sitting in my flat and there was an angry knock at the door <laughs> angry. and it was reed at the door who apparently was my landlady <laughs> oh, nice cool <laughs> somehow i like this 
some so, so he's my landlady Correct. and yeah what happens next and we got you guys to write in your ideas and we have chosen at random one of your replies this this reply is jokes though i'm glad we picked this one because it is um it's just hilarious and we're ready to to go in we're ready to destroy <laughs> to go, we're ready to go in uh-huh. so uh, have a have a little like go into your imagination close your eyes i've just answered the door to read we need like the porn music to go in the background of this right <laughs> i don't know what that was that was like some quack fest so just to refresh your memories The story so far. Florence was home alone. It was a typical afternoon of relaxing and casually scrolling through Instagram. Suddenly, there was a knock on the door. Florence looked through the peephole to see her landlady, Reed, stood with her arms crossed. She did not look happy. (gasps) I'm trying to act it out. Tapping my foot. I'm imagining your door as well, your front door. I'm like opening the door. Mm. I kind of love this though, because your new building, right? Like if I'm the landlady, surely I own the rest of the building. That'd be sick. Nice. I'm well off, Nice, Mm. Nice one, Reed. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just giving you all my money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for helping me get rich, Florence. (laughs) Imagine. Um, Shall I go in with the next part? (laughs) Yeah, we're eagerly awaiting. Okay. The next part. Reed tells Florence, I know you've been shagging my husband behind my back and I don't like it. <gasps> or you, or him for that matter. You don't like me? <laughs> deep. The deepness Wait, you don't of like, it. You don't like him? I don't, I don't like you or him. It, my husband, I don't like either of you for that matter. Okay, this is a massive plot twist. <laughs> Whoa. Firstly, I'm married. So like what kind of <laughs> fucking twisted alternate universe is this? And secondly, I'm the one that's shagging your husband. My husband, which is kind of like, I mean, I'm fairly certain if I was going to have a husband, we would be either like non-monogamous or poly. So it's kind of like, would it be cheating? Actually, you know what? It would be cheating if I wasn't cool with it because I don't like you, Florence. So like, <laughs> he doesn't like me, so. <laughs> so it would be cheating. So yeah, if you're fucking my husband, who's obviously an absolute dreamboat, but yeah, scumbag. Yeah, and I'm your arch nemesis that lives in your flat and you're taking advantage of me by using me for my rent yeah i upped the rent as well didn't i so that's why yeah that's why i decided to sleep with your husband reed you're like i'm gonna get back at reed she's up my rent it's too ridiculous so yeah let me fuck her um, husband <laughs> reed's husband's kind of hot um kind of hot excuse me <laughs> yeah i mean i mean i'm married to him kind. he best be fucking drop dead <laughs> But he's been sleeping with me now, so oh, I'm not. I'm not even and, hurt. Uh, I'm just angry, and I don't. Why, how, I don't like you. <laughs> how did you lie. find out? That is the question. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we we will only know when the next part of this story is created for us. We yeah. we need to know. Like guys, you need to put your minds together. Get that porn porno director thinking cap on, and tell us what the next part of this story is. Is it a flashback or is it what Reed does to me after she wants to fuck me up, basically? Yeah, so I'm like cheating. I'm I'm torturing Florence. Maybe, plot twist, I found out that you were cheating and then I upped your Mm. rent to 
to get back at you and now I'm confronting you about it oh shit and you're like I know you've been fucking my husband and now your rent is two thousand pounds a month two thousand pounds a month (laughs) (laughs) how far can we push this story what's the next bit like we want over the top dramatic ridiculous because if we're going to actually make this porno in the future we need to go in we need to go in there's so many things I want to say but I don't want to give anyone ideas (laughs) so right now I'm standing at my door and reads basically just like you've cheated yeah and that's that's what happens next basically is the door open or is the door shut and I'm shouting this through the door Um, you know what maybe maybe the audience decides yeah, maybe they Our do. Curious maybe I'm need to help us maybe out. I'm cowering behind the door, like looking through the peephole, like oh Cow- shit, Cow- oh this is actually <laughs> so sad. I feel like I'm, I'm. What's gonna happen? But you know what? Maybe I've got. Maybe I've got your husband like <gasps> in the room. What if he's in there? Oh yeah. shit is gonna go down. <laughs> you think two hundred two hundred grand? Wow, you think that two <laughs> grand a month is expensive? Just you fucking wait, fly. <laughs> Just you. Fucking way. Uh, but I think also we did want to um, touch upon the fact that we do not condone cheating. Oh, yes. And this is fully, fully a fantasy. I know that cheating is quite a big fantasy for some people, yeah, isn't it? It's not. So. I mean, I think it can be a, a fetish for a lot of people uh, sleeping yeah, around behind yeah. their partner's back. So no um, wonder it's like a popular porn category. Massively popular. The cheating husband or, or wife. Um but yeah, we do not condone cheating or doing anything behind your partner's back. Um, sleeping with other people when your partner knows that you're sleeping with other people, it's not cheating. Yeah. Cheating is just like I can't wait shit. to I can't wait to hear what happens next. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat waiting. Oh yes. Right. I'm moist waiting for this. Moistly anticipating. It's gonna slip off my chair. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> You're right there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so if you want to get involved, we are going to be posting it all over our social media. So make sure you're following the Come Curious Instagram, which is at Come Curious. Or if you want to email in your suggestion, if it it is fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. You are the directors, the creators, the scriptwriters of this porno. And you can go as far as you like. There are no limits. This is a judgment-free zone. So please help us. Help us to create this absolute, absolute beast yeah, of a porno. <laughs> nothing sexy has happened yet. So. No, not yet. And we've had two entries. What is this? Wow really really thought that there would be more i mean I, who are we even talking things. to who even is this audience who are, who who are, are you? you what is this <laughs> impress us think the no, we love you we love you and we, we, we know that this is going to be an amazing porno so yeah get involved um, anyway we better go yeah we got um, and off. let leave you to get on with the rest of your days so thank you so much for listening to this episode curious fuckers oh yeah I, ho- I hope we've just left you thinking about florence and i having sex all day long <laughs> oh. 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 Um, so i really really hope you enjoyed this episode uh don't forget that you can email in to us and dm us and get involved with us 
and follow us on social media <laughs> yeah, at Pen Curious, at Read Amber X, and at Florence Bark. And also follow this podcast. I realize that Apple now doesn't subscribe. You follow on Apple Podcasts as well. So follow oh, wow. the podcast everywhere, Spotify, Shit Apple. is changing. And, but you can leave a review still on Apple. So please do do that if you can. Yeah. I mean, you can make it five star. Like that would be great. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it means that we we get good things coming our way if if loads of people review and, and rate and stuff, doesn't doesn't it? Yeah, we and, get like seen if, more. Yeah, and if you're a brand and you're listening to this, ah, then yeah, get in contact because you can sponsor us. If you want a sexy slot, you can slip sexy it in slot. right in between this podcast. Um, also, check out our YouTube channel where we are uploading our videos straight to YouTube so you can see that. And if you're actually watching this on YouTube, remember if you're commuting and you don't want to watch us and you don't want fucking YouTube to stop every time, just go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can listen to us all day. All day long. And we'll see you next Thursday, curious fuckers. Next Thursday, love you all. Bye. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.